Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. LaFanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to Session 39, Movie Mental Breakdown, Beyond the Light, 2014. Okay. So this movie, guys, <laughs> is starring, and I'm going to apologize now if I butcher anybody's name, but you got to blame it on the Texan in me. <laughs> uh, Gugu Mbatha-Raw plays Noni. Nate Parker plays Kaz. Minnie Driver plays Macy Jean. Machine Gun Kelly plays Kid Culprit. Uh, Danny Glover plays Kaz's father, Captain Noni. And then a young uh, Noni is played by India Jean-Jacques. Okay, so. Y'all, I watched this movie so many times before now that my DVD was scratched. (laughs) (laughs) Like it kept doing the little trying to in my laptop because I don't have a DVD player anymore. That's Mm -hmm. hilarious. Um, I was upset that it was no longer on Netflix. Mm. So I, then I had the, to pay for it. I found the movie and then my best friend will say, Oh, I'm just going to get it. <laughs> I got the movie right there. Mm. I was like, okay, <laughs> to do what you want to do. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is, uh, before we kind of jump into the breakdown, this one's a funny one for me because it's like a slow, fast paced movie. Slow, fast pace. Go ahead, yeah. fast, go ahead and confuse slow. them some. <laughs> I know, because I mean, so you know, it's kind of like what we were talking about a little bit earlier. There's a lot happening in this movie, but it does not move at a like fast pace. Mm-hmm. The things that's happening don't move the movie forward. Uh huh. Like it's a very kind of slow burn, mm-hmm. but there's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an interesting. I agree. It's with an that. interesting film in that kind of way. Yeah. Still good though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we open in 1998. Yeah, in London. In London, Brixton. Uh, <laughs> don't laugh at my British accent. <laughs> uh, where Macy, the mother, uh, is on her way trying to get Noni's hair done mm-hmm. because she has a talent show the next day. Mind you, I'm like, why you wait till at night, 8 p.m. at night or whatever it was <laughs> exactly. to go get your daughter's hair done? And yeah. And why is she this old and you still don't know how to do her hair? Because her mother is white. I know. But and she's this old. she seems like she has no black friends <laughs> that taught her how to take care of her black daughter's hair. Because, yep. you know, she later unpacks that, you know, there was no for real relationship with, you know, Noni's mm-hmm. um father so yeah. it ain't like he, she could have went to their family because <laughs> yeah, the beautician asked her 
What? Mm-hmm. No grandmother? <laughs> nope. Right. Just me. No aunties, nothing. Uh, so mom is driving around. She gets to a salon that is in the process of closing. Mm-hmm. And the hairdresser's like, you know, we close. Today is my birthday. And I'm trying to go be with my man. <laughs> like, why are you, why are you pressing me, lady? Uh, but of course, as is expected, you know, she gives in and here's the mom's plight and, you know, that she's struggling and helps her out with trying to do her daughter's hair. One of the things that kind of, I wasn't quite sure if they meant this to come out this way or if this just was the way it was acted, mm-hmm. but it almost had a sense of like, I don't know if there was like a sense of entitlement there, like the way she, her urgency came through towards the hairdresser mm-hmm. to me. I mean, there was just some, like a little twinge of something there. I feel like mm-hmm. it was more so that rough shell mm. that you see single mothers put up and it's like, I'm going to get this done by any means necessary. And sometimes it comes out very like, I'm going to get Mm-hmm. you know it's mine and so that's what i picked up from it but that yeah. also could be from my perspective having grown up in a mm-hmm. single you know single mother home yeah. i think i can see both of you ladies uh point because it does come off as a air mm-hmm. but it uh but now that you said that dr wall i i'm like oh because she because at that time she was i guess kind of desperate because mm-hmm. i mean the talent show was tomorrow yeah. So I, I can see both of you all's point. Yeah. Like I definitely picked up on the desperation. I think that was, mm-hmm. you know, pretty clear by the way she ran in there. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, but no, like I need you to, mm-hmm. like, like I need, I need you to, to help drop me. your, yeah. I need you to drop your, your plans. Yeah. Like I heard what you said, but like, <laughs> like, yeah, I need you to help me. Yeah. Yep. So of course hairdresser does, um, because you know, who knows? rescuer you know kind of complex or whatnot or Mm -hmm. just super you know good samaritan i mean she's a hairdresser Mm -hmm. so yeah she could have she could have looked at the the little girl and was like you know what this baby head look a mess let me do her hair because you know how we do a good job though of making it look you know how us curly hair girls if you don't get all the way to the middle Oh, and they said it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't even get to comb all the way. I can never, because, ma'am, you didn't stop combing her hair dry. Put some water on it and, and some, some uh, moisturizer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Lord. And some detangling something. And from the, from the ends to the root. Don't just put that comb in the roots. Mm-hmm. I think mom probably would have fared better if this movie <laughs> would have taken place, like, circa 2014, like, when it was subsequent like as she got older Mm -hmm. if she would have been that age in 2014 because Mm. you know the natural hair movement kind of really picked up some serious steam around 2013 ish Uh, so there was a lot of information coming out about how to take care of um, naturally curly hair so she probably would have fared a little bit better you know the the things of yeah youtube and stuff existed Mm -hmm. later on versus in 98 so i get it you just didn't have access to that kind of information just you know readily at hand Mm -hmm. but yeah i digress (laughs) so um we go to the talent show Mm -hmm. and young noni Sings a very mature song. Very. Which is her life, really. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, I thought that same thing when mm-hmm. I started listening to the words of the song. I was like, she's actually singing her life out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
so the song she's singing is Blackbird by uh, Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I almost I almost said a <laughs> Anika <laughs> Noni. <laughs> And I was like, no, it's too many going on. You know. So thank you for that that save there. Um, but she's singing the song Blackbird, um, which I agree with you ladies. I think it was a a description of how the movie is going to play out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of foreshadowing for what will happen or what has likely already happened to her to some extent. The one part, well, not one part, but the the part that I was confused by is she sung the song, you know, everybody clapped, her mom clapped, and then her mom motioned her to come. She went and hugged her mom and was like, you did so good. But then once we get to that part, but then at the, at the end of that little section, it's like, well, why did you tell her mm-hmm. to throw the trophy away? She did real good, but we get, we get to that. Well, just to kind of comment on what you're saying, I think it's because they the judging hadn't happened at that time. So based off mom's perception, she's probably thinking, oh, yeah, she's a slam dunk. She's going to win. Mm-hmm. But then the judging comes and she run, wins second place, which I hate for that term first runner up. Just say second place. Mm-hmm. But so she gets second place, which when I was looking at it, it made me very sad because she was excited. Mm-hmm. Like she was very proud of, you know, placing where she did and getting her trophy and then mom just flipped her lid like that was so yes yes that was so embarrassing the way she did that yeah Mm -hmm. and she's teaching her that there's no other position than number one you have to be there's multiple positions like at the Mm -hmm. end of the day yes you always want to strive for excellence but you know prime example the battle that fans go through between a Beyonce and a Rihanna, a Rihanna, you know, both on bomb. Why -hmm. we can't like both of them. Why it's got to be either or Mm -hmm. you have to realize that there's more to life than only being number one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wrote in my notes. I said, man, she just started her path for perfectionism and overachieving Mm -hmm. and not feeling like she's good enough. Mm hmm like that and it's it's so hard because mom is so oblivious to that's the groundwork she's laying for her child especially because what she did was she minimized the little girl hula hooping and and when i was watching that section i said she just minimized the little girl hula hooping and and just said you couldn't even beat this girl hula hooping Mm -hmm. she made it be about noni instead of the fact that okay yeah noni sang a butt off little noni sang a butt off but noni's still raw like she did not start off good if we talking about we gonna judge her she did not start off good she was super nervous little tap dancing babe she got out there and was getting it she was like she was (laughs) (laughs) not not the tap noise she she was like sugar 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 like you know what i mean like i was like no the 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 tap dancing girl deserved to win in this contest there were some things that noni needed to work on her mm-hmm. stage presence the song like there was a lot there mm-hmm. you, you've got to be realistic if you gonna really be a stage mom or a momager don't be out here blowing smoke right yeah you got to be real about it mm-hmm. so that you can give her some real critiques oh okay next time this is what we need to do this is how we need to do this this is how mm-hmm. you need to position maybe you need to move take the mic off the stand a little bit and walk the stage or something mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and not just and and when you do that you're not uh criticizing her to make her think she has to be perfect but you you 
allow her to understand there is room for improvement. Well, that's because there's a difference between feedback and criticism, right? Mm -hmm. You know, or constructive criticism versus degrading, Mm -hmm. you know? So what you're talking about is constructive criticism because then it's not a character assassination, right? It's about behavior. And a lot of times people can understand criticism if we're talking about behaviors, Mm -hmm. but when you start talking about, well, you couldn't even beat this girl and she had to count her steps. Or you, you know what I'm saying? Or you don't want to be a winner. You're okay with being, you know, in second place. Girl. That, that part right there crushed me so bad. Every time I see this movie, cause that like, you just crushed this little girl dream. And you could see it all over her face. And she was like, well, dang. Cause she said, well, why? Mm hmm. The why, Socratic question. I was thinking, ooh, I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like, look at her critical thinking. Yeah, I can appreciate um, that scene because it also shows how you can break your child's spirit. And we've talked about that several times mm-hmm, on different mm-hmm. sessions. And then she becomes a totally different person. She's no longer open. She's people pleasing. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, whatever you say, mom, what, whatever you, if you, you are in charge, so I'm going to follow through what you think we should do to the point of, you know, at the end of that particular scene, mom said, throw it in the garbage. She, she didn't throw it in the garbage. Cause Break I don't it think and she, throw it down or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. She broke it, throw it on the ground, and the trophy don't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. And then mom proceeded to just get in the car. Yeah, like just she didn't her. just, yeah. You didn't console her. You didn't reassure her. You were so upset that you didn't get what you wanted that you completely neglected your child. They didn't even win nothing but a trophy. It wasn't like when we you watched the other old school um, movies with like Michael Jackson them they getting prizes mm-hmm. like you or a record trophy. deal or something it's you know? a trophy yeah bragging rights for next year I guess I don't know Maybe but she tell. still got it but the thing is she's still placed right high right for this to be her first one exactly wow. and for her to be singing such a mature song right because mm. I was like that's a deep song to come out and yeah for y'all okay and for anybody that hasn't heard this song the two lines that always send out is that um talking about her mom is lonely as in personification of loneliness and then her father is the personification of pain and that's exactly um what noni is coming from Mm -hmm. and nobody is checking for the baby yeah no yeah so sad then we get a weird little cutscene over to a, to a music video. <laughs> I was and, like, okay, body roll. Okay, which, you know, can be a little jarring given how intense the previous scene was. Mm-hmm. And then we jump straight into like video vixen. Crotch shots. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but so in hindsight, I wish I would have paid more attention to the lyrics in this, in the video that was going on. I was talking about straight up sex, mm-hmm. talking about how I kind of figured that she going to get, how she going to do him or get naked get and naked. Like it's yeah. very much Seductive. not who Noni yes. is. Mm-hmm. Cause if, you know, we're going off a little girl, Noni, it's not who she is. Mm-hmm. So she's transformed into what her a mama superstar. Wanted her yeah. And I think was this no this wasn't the BET it was oh, just uh-uh. regular no this was it just, was the first yeah well I don't know if it was the first award but it was no the, it was the first one but I just couldn't remember what do you remember what the it wasn't video it was something music it was some sort of music award show or yeah. something but they I don't the know the billboard if they ever, oh was it billboard okay, mm-hmm. okay. billboard yeah um 
And I was like, man, this is such a, I was thinking this is a throwback to a lot of music videos because it's very like late 90s, early 2000-esque. The weird <laughs> angles, the, the lighting, uh, but tube tops, that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they definitely did. Um, the wardrobe, I don't know if it quite fit for the time that they were trying to say the video mm-hmm. was for, but you know, I'm not a, a filmmaker. <laughs> um. But I definitely thought that this was kind of the beginnings of mom trying to make her perfect. Or, you know, when uh, beginnings of her being in the industry, let me say that, mm-hmm. of that perfection and like you need to fit whatever it is that they, they need. Yeah. You know, let me tug this little thing here and let me pull and hike this up there because you're not fitting the image that we need you to fit in order to for you to get to the success level that I want you to be at. And what's ironic is while she was walking down the hallway before mom started tugging on her clothes, um, Shaka Khan says that she's doing a really good job. She thinks she's doing good. And she liked her hair, liked her hair or something like mm-hmm. that. And Noni was so shocked and starstruck. She didn't even say anything, mm-hmm. but her silence is so loud throughout this entire movie because she never uses her voice the way she's intended to Not until, until the, the very end. end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, she, they win the award for, I can't remember what it was. Some, something about best new something or other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they are kind of trying to wind down and get to, I guess, an after party or whatnot. Like they're transitioning from the award show yeah. to the yeah. next thing. Yeah. They yeah. went to the, uh, her, her hotel room. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get to that, um, I enjoyed the fact that when she got out of the SUV, she left the trophy. Yeah, because it shows that she that still doesn't matter to her because of what mom has said, and she just picks it up like it's mm-hmm. a towel or something, just walks on into the. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had a different view. I mean, now that you say it, I can see that, but I had a different view. I was like, this is not. She wasn't. It wasn't that she wasn't appreciative, but she didn't. She won the award on a song that she didn't even want to do, video that she didn't want to do. Like that's not even a. T- style of music that she wants to be in she wants Mm -hmm. to be in the nina simone type of music or Mm -hmm. whatnot and so it was like yeah okay i want it but i don't forget about it now i mean it's Mm -hmm. sad to me because that's one of the things that she wanted you know she was in this talent show when she was younger and she valued the trophy then because it was a representation of her accomplishment mom made her break it and now she gets a for real one a top award yeah she just leave it on the floor. It's literally laying in the seat, <laughs> the yeah. seat or whatever. So, yeah, she ugh. was gone. You know, when she was in the SUV, one of the things that I was thinking about was she's so detached. Mm-hmm. Like you can see, she is not vested or you know even present in what's going on. It was kind of like she's just going through the motions and allowing life to happen to her. Mm-hmm. Shell, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah because i mean even before the limo like i i could not stand her relationship with kid, kid Cooper. that was just disgusting See, i to feel me. like mm-hmm. at this point you don't really know what the relationship is it's i just really, hated his arm bearing around her <laughs> i get it because he do look a little gangly you know what i mean he just look real like he need to eat yes. some soul food but <laughs> you know it just 
it screams of like an industry relationship. You yeah. Know, mm-hmm. They don't really seem like they together like yeah. that. It's like, okay, he's because driving off in his, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever car he has, she getting in the SUV. Like if y'all a real couple and y'all just won, why, why y'all not going nowhere together? Like right. it's, it's kind of, I think suspect. just his whole demeanor to me was just disgusting. Cause that keep it tight. Boy, get away from me. <laughs> I, ugh, I can't stand I mean, it. It's a lot of misogyny in him, his character and his character. Yeah, it definitely. Is. I just, ugh. but I will say he played it well. He did. You know, if that's what they wanted him to do, if that was the way he, they wanted him to portray a uh, kid culprit. I, I mean, keep, my head keeps wanting he to say sure. kid Cuddy. Like that's what my head keeps wanting. I to keep say. about to call him Machine Gun Kelly. I was like, oh, that's his real name. Okay. Uh huh. Um, but if you know if that's the way they wanted to, him to be in the film, then he yeah. did a a fantastic job portraying that kind of grimy. Yeah, because you he know, did like you me. said, misogynistic character. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, rapper. Mm-hmm. So we get to the hotel. Yeah. And <laughs> Officer Fine is there. <laughs> Officer Nicole. Nicole so Officer Nicole or Kaz as we will learn later is his first name Kazam or Kazam really (laughs) Um, so they arrive at her hotel room and she tells him like don't let nobody in here so this also includes I don't know if this was her stylist and makeup artist or who who that stylist and makeup artist Um, so who rode with her in the car (laughs) yeah she said but she said don't let nobody in behind me but Mm -hmm. I mean that would have been suspect to me number one I've been like I'd right. be like, but like you mean like them? Right. Like who else coming behind? Right. <laughs> but he did what she said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did not let them in. Uh so then, you know, they go off. No, mom shows up and she's like, What's going on? Like, why basically, like, why are y'all not getting her ready? And then they tell her, you know, like, well, he won't let us in the room. So she sends them off to do something. So mom is like, nah, you gonna let me in here. Like, let me in. And he does, of course. And then boom, we see uh Noni sitting on the Edge of the balcony, feet dangling off the side. About to risk it all. About to risk it all. Yeah. Um, and Officer Kaz comes in and does, you know, what you would expect a police officer to do. You know, mm-hmm. he did a really good job. Yeah, he did. Um, talk to the person, support them, encourage them to, you know, kind of come off of what they were doing. But she was having none of that. None. She did not want to be here anymore. Because she was out of there if he wouldn't have got to that rail in time she was gone yeah because she actually did jump yes he called her he called her yes um but i was just like oh that dead look that she had in her eyes i like um goo goo the actress you better you better act yeah with your she, eyeballs. she made sure she made that body heavy because <laughs> she wanted him to let her go mm-hmm. i was she like did. you you sure know how to make somebody drop you and when she thought about it you know what I mean? And that expression on her face. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Well, I think it only came. After he said, I see you. See, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. it was like, mm, okay, well. And let me see what you see. Right. <laughs> Girl, but other than way, that. Yes. Now, I know this ain't appropriate uh, for this scene. But when he pulled her back over that rail and they were sitting there looking at each other, I said, yeah. where is mine? <laughs> <at>? <laughs> Don't nobody want to look at me in my Girl, eyes I said, I said, and love me? I ain't going to jump off the building. <laughs> I said, come on, Cass. I know. I, I, child, when I saw that, I was like, I wouldn't stop looking at you either, Officer Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but he did pull it back over. 
I was just thinking, man, that man, if that was real, like in real life, I was like, dang, that man's strong. I know. Like, you caught her with one, like you, boom. And see, I almost feel like that ain't how that would have happened. Because y'all know we be having on too much lotion. <laughs> and he was probably already sweating. Yeah. Sweating. And then, you know, she grease down. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, be, they do that when you be performing, performing and yeah. stuff like that. But um, I was like, okay, well, we, we yeah. don't see this eye, this eye connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But what I did appreciate about that um, scene was that I, I do think that it was real when he said, yes. I see you. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's beautiful in that that was probably the first time in her entire life that she really felt like somebody observed her in truth mm-hmm. yeah. versus it being what they can get from her. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I say the mama pissed me off in this whole, oh yes. my god, I was about to fight yeah. her the oh, whole movie. The whole because my the thing is, you done told them to get her ready, mother. Even before, before that, that, I was like, you're like, I don't have children, <laughs> <laughs> so let me go ahead and put that caveat out there. So this is my uh, interpretation of what I would do if I had a child. I would have been screaming my head off. I would have been. I mean, I would have. It would have been no way I would have been in the hotel room. I would have been on the balcony too. Like me as a therapist, Mm -hmm. how I would respond as a clinician is very different. Mm -hmm. But as a parent, this is my child. I would have gone into instant protection, protection mode, mama bear mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the fact that mom was so detached from the scene like there was no like make okay you know baby there was nothing like okay no, no baby no sweet. Comfort, there was nothing, nothing. Uh, she was in manager mode the whole time yep. the part that got under my skin in this scene was more so once she hurried up and picked her up and disconnected them and then closed the curtain on his face so he the whole time all of this is going on when they getting ready to get her dressed and she decompressing, this man is still on the balcony mm-hmm. of Trying the to hotel mm-hmm. room, but you didn't close him completely out because you don't want this story. Like, you know, it's not for pure motives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the second part, that was a part that I did not like was the fact that they, she had his father to come out there and tell him the lie that they was getting ready to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, cause and he's I, obviously a high up ranking police officer of uh, mm-hmm. his father yeah, yeah. and i i, and I really him. hated that and they wasn't it like fifteen thousand ten 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 thousand dollars they got paid to not tell what really happened and and did it yeah and he was mad the whole yeah. time he was mad and yeah, right after that, they ended up having a um, press conference because, of course, people saw her dangling from a balcony because it's but bef- L.A. Yeah, L.A. So. But before we even get to that, mm-hmm. when she's in the hotel room mm-hmm. and they're getting her dressed, and she's still dead in the eyes. She's still dead in the yeah. eyes. And mom is like, tell me that you didn't do this. On, like, this is not. Oh, that, the, was, that after, was after. That was after the press conference. Because she was taking her shoes off. Yeah. Oh, that was after? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I was thinking it was before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was thinking it was when they were getting dressed to go down to uh-uh. the it, she was uh, getting, press conference. Uh, she was getting undressed. Like, yeah. After, okay. But yeah, the uh, they end up having a press conference. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, the stereotypical being PC and all that kind of stuff happens. But my problem is that how jacked up do you gotta be to be able to joke 
about your own life the way she did. And she was like, thanks to Officer Nicole, you know, even with this little junk, this extra junk I mm-hmm. got in the back. Now, I, mind you, she real skinny. She ain't got no junk. Mm-hmm. She cute that shape, but she ain't got no junk. That irritated me too. But yes, it was just so. And then kissed him on the cheek. Kissed him on the cheek. And, he, of course, he gave his um, police statement. But you can see he's struggling with having to tell this lie um, to the world. Mm-hmm. I didn't even understand why they even brought, like, what was the point of bringing them out? Official for it to be an official statement because mm. this is the oh, beginning yeah. of her career yeah because gotcha. yeah they needed to confirm you know if this was beyonce she'd be like well y'all think what y'all want to think i don't really care true mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but at the beginning yeah and i hated that for him mm-hmm. you know but what i did like is that although he was well no he wasn't technically dishonest in what he said no he said the truth he said the truth because he kept it short sweet and to the point yeah i came up she this seemed she intoxicated. She went over. I grabbed her. I grabbed her. But you know what? When I was watching it, because she kind of already seemed like she knew what she was going to say. They all did, I guess. Um, I was wondering if that was her ploy. Like, because when she was walking down the hall to her room, she kind of like stumbled like she was drunk. But, and we didn't see them, none of them drink. But did she you actually saw her drink? drink? Did she? She had a whole bottle of champagne. I didn't think it was open. Kid boy, um, culprit, he gave her that bottle of champagne. Oh, I didn't think they opened it. She drank it in the, on the ride home. It's like, oh, our girl is in bobbing or whatever they said. So yeah, she, she don't ever drink. And her mom later talks about it when she's, that's right. She off. Even though it's not appropriate. I do like the fact that he called her out. Once they got into the holding room, oh, yeah, and because she was Ooh, still was being like, flipping, yeah, Ooh. she was, she was still being flipping mm-hmm. about it and joking and putting on that sexuality and stuff like that. And she, I can't remember what actually she said. She but said, said, "What do you, you see?" Yeah, and she it, said, "You and you were yelling, I see you.' So what do you see? Nothing." Ooh, and I, he walked off. I said, oh, I crunch, said that hit, crunch your face." I said that knocked the wind out of me okay crunch your face she had them little puppy dog eyes going because he was like i'm not supposed to play this game with you Mm -hmm. because he was like don't do that Mm -hmm. because she was saying um so what you gonna do with your 15 minutes which i thought was so disrespectful disrespectful like this man like one you know that your mama got this man to lie i mean he didn't technically lie but you put on a a show for Mm -hmm. the media and he literally like not too many times can you say literally and it's actually literally <laughs> <laughs> he literally saved your life yeah. this man grabbed yeah. you catched you actually caught you off the side of a building mm-hmm. and you're going to be disrespectful to him and mm-hmm. the the emotional potential trauma that this puts this man through mm-hmm. you know that's a lot. Who cares that he's a police officer yeah. and it's, that's his job. Yeah. Right. As her mom said. Yeah. Right. But you know, this man, he did not have to do that. Nope. It's the minimization for me. Yeah. Thank you <laughs> for that throwback, Dr. Wall. <laughs> um, but it was, I get, agree with both you ladies. It was so flippant and dismissive. Mm-hmm. It was dismissive of his position as a, a police officer mm-hmm. and h- dismissive of him as a man. It's those defense mechanisms. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-mm-mm. Man. So then I was, 
I was like, man, this mom is a piece of work. Cause when she, girl, when they got, let me get my, when they got back in that room and mm-hmm. she said, and then she checked on her. I said, what, what kind of tomfoolery is this? <laughs> she didn't check on her. She mm-hmm. made herself feel good and did what she seems to have always done with her relationship with her daughter. And she was the one that needed to be parented mm-hmm. to be comforted instead of her daughter being comforted. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not saying she checked on her in a healthy way. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. She just checked on like check to make sure, please tell me this was uh, a mistake. Get, get your life all the way together and put them shoes over there in that corner. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I was sitting when I was watching, I was like, how do you actually like fix your mouth to say that knowing what just happened to your child? You know, how do you rationalize that in your mind? I need you to tell me that this was a mistake or that you didn't mean it. And the fact that you have to say that to her, you already know. You fed her the words. And she said it immediately. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. was like, it was a mistake. And then the, the thing is, when she said it was a mistake, uh, and she gonna say, "Is this a cry for help?" And she said, "No." Yes, it is. Well, yes. she knows good because you look around, you don't have nothing to cry for. But you that know, she can't trust me. her mama. If she couldn't trust her when she was ten, That's she sure true. can't trust her now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the cry for help, that, like I, that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. When we be in sessions and stuff like that, and we're doing families, and okay, say you know the the parents or whatever they came from a hard life and then their kid is well taken care of just because they not dodging bullets and stabs getting stabbed and stuff like that don't mean that they life not hard for them Mm -hmm. so don't diminish what your child is going through because then the only type of pain that is acceptable is the pain that you endured that's right i talk with when i do family stuff like that i say you have to keep things in context Mm -hmm. you know you have to keep it in context of the life that this person has lived. Mm-hmm. So they only know their experience. So you can't compare their experience to somebody else's because it's not them. They didn't live that exactly. life. And, and I do have to tell them too, like, cause I, I, we, I have a lot of families who their children are obviously experiencing anxiety now because of COVID mm-hmm. and depression. And they'll tell their children, well, you just need to get it together because, you know, everybody get depressed or anxious at times and we just have to get it together. No, what? Excuse but that's me? the problem. You didn't get it together. You, you just swept it under the rug mm-hmm. and kept on going. And now you're over here talking crazy to somebody you claim to love. Exactly. Insert <laughs> Macy towards yep. Noni. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because yeah. all of her, as we will later un- learn about her past and her family, you're taking all of that energy and you're placing it on your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to live essentially vicariously through her Yep. to prove to people, you know, kind of. And she told her you can't afford to be stupid. What? Well, she was mm. going to be dead. She wasn't going <laughs> to be stupid, you know? Yeah. Yes. See, that's, that's, that's why the so Lord much. blessed me with the mama I got. Because she don't <laughs> say stupid stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It was hurtful very again you're further and uh, the other thing is you're further causing the problem on where she even got to this point to begin with like you did not make that better you worsened it 
I said, I, uh, I said that in my notes. I said, when she made that statement of you can't afford to be stupid, the look that Noni gave her was like, see that right there, that, that type of attitude right there is why, why she tried to attempt at suicide. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be PC y'all, but I know we get a little, a little extra sometimes. Mm-hmm. So then we cut over to Kaz's house and he's, trying to go in the house mm-hmm. and someone from the national inquirer i'm assuming mm-hmm. shows up and tries to buy him out to get him to give an exclusive fifty thousand dollars i know i was like Ooh, i was like wait where y'all get that kind of money from <laughs> well he said fifty thousand well when he got up to fifty thousand i was like Oh, they really want this story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the same guy that was in the press conference um, trying to get her to Damn answer mm-hmm. that she had, you know, attempted. Uh, but I definitely appreciate uh, Kaz's character, mm-hmm. even though he took the card, you know, just because you take the card don't mean nothing that, you know, he didn't like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna give you a call. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I appreciate that. He was like, you know, why are you trying to profit off this girl's pain, mm-hmm. you know, and misfortune? I mean, it definitely shows, speaks to who he is, you know, and kind of, now he got his own issues, but, you know, kind of who he is really underneath. His integrity. Mm-hmm. So then we cut a little bit later. And what, what I wrote in my notes was I said, man, her boyfriend is trash. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was really uh, like no uh, care or concern there. No. Well, I mean, the first comment, so she's at the hotel still. She's, you know, took off all her makeup. She's in her PJs, you know, winding down mm-hmm. uh, for watching the, night, the news, watching the news because she's all over it. And so her phone rings or vibrates or whatever. And it's kid boy. And he says, yo ma you good or hey girl you good you are, or something right, something like that and then she's like yeah uh getting ready to go to bed or whatever this boy talking about what you wearing this is this is what be happening when i be dating y'all <laughs> <laughs> like i just you're you you know you've heard the news that because stuff in the, the industry ain't that big right so you know you done heard and you didn't so you don't even care you don't even care you thought you saying you are right Oh, that was, well, I checked on that you. That was his way, yeah. I said, you all right? And you said, yeah, so I thought we was good. It's the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Not for me. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's why I was like, he is straight trash. Yeah. But she didn't respond, though. She, she didn't. Like, she she sure put didn't. that phone down. Um, So I was like, well, good for you, because we can only assume that she didn't continue to respond to that for that night. And in that moment, I was like, okay, good for you that even though you, you know, responded with, yeah, I'm about to get into bed, that you didn't fall for that. And like, you took your time out to kind of step away from mm-hmm. the mess yeah. for a second. Yeah. Um, then there's like an interview with Gail King and I wasn't quite sure. I mean, it was like a little cut. Yeah. She's on something now where she actually does this. Cause it threw me off. I was like, "Oh, she is an interviewer now. Got it." But they were asking about the the attempt and was yeah. it really w- real? And I think it threw me off because I didn't know <laughs> Gail King was doing that back then. She, like I know yeah. she does it now. She was, but I didn't know she was doing it back then. And I was like, "Wait, Gail 
it, like it made me like wait when was this movie made yeah i had yeah. to think about it for a second it but, was because i mean she was on her current set mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I didn't realize she was doing interviews like that i th- i don't know what i knew she was doing something but i don't remember i didn't remember her doing interviews yeah. i forget she got a real job because yeah. in my head you she's know oprah's us growing friend. up she's oprah's best friend yeah. it wasn't we when we grew up we weren't privy to everybody's lives it was just like the association of the person mm-hmm. so like everybody still called ray j brandy little brother that we know he's he sung a couple of songs mm-hmm. but that's brandy little brother right <laughs> yeah i agree um so it looks like noni is on kind of like her apology tour press run tour or you know kind of mm-hmm. damage control tour because after her thing with gail she's supposed to be going i think on with ellen right after that mm-hmm the thing that I found interesting in this scene, and I wasn't quite sure if I was viewing it correctly or not. So they have food on the table and mom's on the phone talking to, I don't know who she's talking to. I'm assuming the record label about making sure that, you know, mm-hmm. everything's good to go. And she takes a napkin and grabs something off the plate. I couldn't tell what it, if it was a potato. It was potatoes. It was, it was potatoes. a hash brown. Ha- yeah. Okay. Cause I was like, was that potatoes?" And grabs it off the plate. And I was thinking, it's so innate and second nature in her mother to project this image that she needs to be perfect. Like, heaven forbid you have a potato and get bloated. You know what I'm saying? beginning stages of you know eating disorders Mm -hmm. happen like that and And she she did it like she just grabbed like it was not even yeah and and noni didn't even respond she grabbed her her grapefruit Mm -hmm. she was a little offended because she took the napkin off her lap but she was more like i just opened it but my problem with this with it i get the whole bloat and all that kind of stuff but the girl had egg whites a broiled tomato the hash browns and a grapefruit it, it you acting like she had a whole grand pan- slam yeah she had pancakes <laughs> not grand <and> slam <laughs> four pieces of sausage and orange juice and some grits and some like it was a super healthy breakfast mm-hmm. yeah i was like man her mom i was like man it's like so ingrained in her that she doesn't even think about it like she didn't miss a beat she is on this phone call and just did that like it wasn't even nothing smooth move because mm-hmm. my thing is if she couldn't have the uh hash browns just t- why why did they put it on the plate like why do you even Ain't have no to time. go through those extra steps mm-hmm. that's, that's how you do your meal ticket though mm-hmm. yeah and then there was something i can't remember what the exact dialogue in that particular scene was but i it was like mom had a before the phone call stuff. It was like she had a split second of realization, but who, then like who mom or Noni? Mom. Um, but the phone call happened and then it was gone. Mm. Like it was just that quick. Cause no, I can't remember what Noni said to her. Oh, I wish I could play this, the clip right now. And she was like in mom mode for like five, se- less than five seconds. Uh huh. Like I don't remember what real she quick. said either. Yeah, I don't. I it don't was even really quick. Um, but because it was something about the label and pushing the label and you know, kind of her image and stuff, and then mom kind of was like, hmm, and then it was like phone call. Oh, um, they. I think they were talking about. Don't give me the line. I think I'm confusing part. Uh, it's okay sorry guys anyway (laughs) but 
The other thing that I was thinking, because the phone call that mom is having is about them pushing the album release. And I was thinking they have every right to push the album release. Do you realize the press that's going on around her and how much money that that potentially could cost the label? Because when you think about a record company, it's a numbers game. You know, while you would love for them to care about their artists and make sure that they're okay, it's it's money. Mm-hmm. They've invested a lot in building and crafting this in this individual Mm -hmm. and now that they have this situation it it potentially is going to cost them a lot so they need that kind of fever to die down so that they can then Mm re-promote um but you know of course we find later that other things take place but yeah uh so then after that we have a weird cut over to kaz Mm -hmm. and his father and I'm assuming this is a campaign manager mm-hmm. um, at some event where he's, we learned that uh, Kaz is running for some city position. I think he's going to try to be a councilman. Yeah. They don't ever actually say what the position is, but he's running for some city position. Uh, and you know, the dad is kind of like, you need to get this money. So, yeah. you know, put on a good front, you know, you need to look, present well and be careful about kind of like what your associations, what your associations are. And because this is your future. I think this is the first time we see uh Cass in his unhealthiness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being forced into something, not necessarily forced, but not really knowing the full depth of what he's going to have to give up or deal with. And he's just kind of, wanting to be like dad and not really asking himself if being like dad is what I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go with the flow. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like the overall theme for the two main characters. Yeah. And it's the parents that's steering the steering wheel. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. So uh, something that I also wrote, based off kind of these between these next two, this previous thing we just talked about in the next one, you know, I was like, this movie really kind of highlights the, the collision between like media coverage, mental health, sensationalism, and like lying, Mm -hmm. Mm. you know, it really kind of collapses those things in a good way. Cause I was like, man, this stuff was everywhere. Yeah. You know, because mom was like, don't read your tweets. She said that a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. uh, when they were doing the press run. But like, don't read your tweets and, you know, just all the stuff, different channels it was on and, you know, how everyone's saying, like, was it a suicide attempt? Was it this? Was she depressed? Is it, you know, and how it's like, man, this young lady can't even, she can't recover. Yeah. It reminds me of what we saw with. Tamar Braxton most recently Mm, and then mm -hmm. Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child most recently with their attempts so you know they didn't get no break and then people being in their comments dogging them out I'm just like that ain't making it no better (laughs) I was like what what are you hoping to accomplish death that's Mm -hmm. what you want yeah it's just sad it was very sad Uh, But I I love that they did depict that because it is a reality. I Mm -hmm. mean, that's exactly what happens. You know, people have such a poor understanding of mental health. Um, They do. You know, so that they end up saying things that 
exacerbate the situation. Mm. Yeah. But that was kind of all I want to say about that. So then they go, uh, Kaz shows up to the hotel with some coffee, with some coffee, some <laughs> trying, to bribe. trying to bribe his coworker to let him in. And he's like, nah, dog, you're not going to get me to go against my job. You, look, <laughs> you can go downstairs and wait for her though. You, it, you're a little groupie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so of course he does. And then she does see him. Um, and you were looking for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he apologized to her for what he said uh, at the press conference. Mm-hmm. And she nothing. apologized for putting him in the position that she did. Um, mm-hmm. So I, th- I did like that, that they at least acknowledged that, mm-hmm. you know, I know that you did something that you didn't want to have to do. And I'm sorry that, you know, my situation put you in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was pretty, I thought that was a good communication mm-hmm. for them because, it, it, you know, given how they met, that was a good communication, yeah. a good start off as well, a start over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I was thinking about just him and her was, I was like, they do seem to have some chemistry, but I was wondering, was this a trauma bond? Mm-hmm. I think it, probably initiated as a trauma bond but because fairly quickly like what we're about to see in the movie they began to like learn each other and do things I don't think it stayed that mm-hmm. way yeah. you okay. know I can see that yeah I can I can see that I, I I thought about that when they were on the balcony gazing into each other eyes I was mm-hmm. like oh that looked like that's getting ready to be unhealthy mm-hmm. <laughs> look come save me <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Wall says she's ready for her trauma bonds. <laughs> My but, healthy ones. I mean, because even his father said that. Mm-hmm. He was like, you uh-huh. know, sometimes when you, I, I, I understand how it feels because sometimes when you save people, y'all can kind of yeah. feel that bond or I can't that remember exactly. Yeah, that connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what you do. Yeah. Because it definitely happens. We see it all the time. Stockholm syndrome is real. It really is. The other thing I thought about this scene when, he, you know, he jumps into the, no, did they jump into his vehicle? Yeah, she jumped she into his jumped car. Into his, she jumped into did, his vehicle. Okay. He did his little two-step like, oh, like, wait a oh, minute, hold no. on, let me go. Because, <laughs> but that's because mom Ma- was coming. Uh-huh. You know, she had already tried to be like, we got somewhere to be. And she's like, can you give me a second, please? Thank you. And she's running away. Mm-hmm. And I said, in, so in this scene, I was like, man, this is on top of what she's already dealing with with mom the paparazzi and how mm. that really can get into a, a person's psyche and, you know, break them down over time. And it made me think about Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. So y'all m- remember, I don't know when this would have been, maybe somewhere in the early two thousands where she kind of had that breakdown and shaved her head and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, constantly being photographed, mm-hmm. your name being screamed at you, people following you, mm-hmm. stalking you, you know, I can't even imagine having that lack of privacy. Yeah. Yeah. My mind automatically went to the Harry and Meghan thing. And then oh, yeah. further back and, you know, uh, Harry's mom, uh, Princess Diana being mm-hmm. murdered technically by the paparazzi in that whole situation. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. it's so, it's just sad. Yeah. It really is. Um, 
because I think there's a a dehumanization mm-hmm. that comes along with that. You know, people expect a celebrity to just be okay with anything. Yeah. Because like fame it, takes away. Right. It takes away their right to be a person. Yeah, I remember uh it was something one of the something was going on with Whitney Houston and people were, you know, just taking pictures. I think it was a part of her, uh, their little reality show they had. Mm -hmm. And I remember her going off on people taking pictures of her and people were like, Ooh, she's so rude. No, she wanted to have a private moment with her family. Yeah. You know, just because she's setting boundaries and saying like, no, I don't want to be photographed right now. It doesn't mean she's being rude. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's the thing that I paparazzi and, fans don't understand like they need to be able to have some privacy yeah and yes they are a celebrity but that don't mean that they always want their life on blast you're not entitled to anything of them but what they give you right yeah the only thing you're entitled to is the the entertainment part Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know when they do a movie i get to see the movie Mm -hmm. but no i agree with everything that you guys say you're not entitled to people's private time and you, we've heard a lot of celebrities say that, like they were at a restaurant with their children and people just walk up to their table and, you know, or sit down or touch them and things. It's like, you cannot like that. You don't get hurt doing that. Right. That's why people got bodyguards. And right. Or they be fighting people. Cause I'd probably be that person. And mm-hmm. cause I remember, uh, Dr. Strickland and I were studying, uh, one time at Starbucks <laughs> and we saw a individual that is mainstream and you know, I we mean, will say we saw a famous gospel artist that tends to lead and he's short. <laughs> he's short. And we, we saw him. Sometimes a you got to smile. He, sang, <laughs> he, he had a song with somebody that used to be in a group called Salt and Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> called Stump. Something along them lines. So we saw somebody in, you know, yeah. like, and he always like be that. Around. Yes. Yeah. We saw, and Kinda we saw him like a plies. few times. Plies. Oh my God. I never even yeah. thought about that. I went to school with his son at ACU. Who plies? No. Oh, the other person. Like, the other one. The other one. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so if y'all ain't caught the drift yet. Yeah. That's who we talking about. Well, we saw him several times actually. <laughs> and I remember the first time I told Dr. I said, Hey, there go uh, such and such. And she was like, yep, it is. <laughs> and we didn't even, we didn't go bother him because of mm-hmm. course he was in his chill mode. He mm-hmm. was, you know, kind of like just dressed down. And Incognito. so, yes. And so, <laughs> and then the second time we saw him, he came up to us. He's mm-hmm. like, he was like, what y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Cause we had seen him in and out. Yes. You know, he frequented this Starbucks. Well, y'all a lot. live near him. All of the uh the black gospels peoples <laughs> live over in y'all's vicinity. A lot of them do. Mm. Well, we oh yeah, Mm-mm. on that side. No, we, no, no we, we were in Arlington. Uh-uh, we were in Arlington. Oh, okay, because that uh, we were in Arlington. <laughs> yes, I was like, don't give no more information. Look, yeah, I know. I was like. Mm, I was getting ready to say where we were. Yeah. No. See, y'all ain't about to get in the business, the business like that. No. <laughs> um, but but we proceed, Dr. Jones. So I'm just saying, like, we we tried our best to make sure we respected his privacy, even though we obviously knew who yeah. he was. We didn't try to get his mm-hmm. autograph because I mean he was incognito. Mm-hmm. And it's hard sometimes. I remember yeah. I would say probably like my freshman year. Sometime when I first started college, like every time I got on a plane, I saw Bow Wow. 
not that I have, I'm a fan of Bow Wow like that because it was, you know, two different age groupings, you know. Immature mm-hmm. was on the plane. I'd have been all over it. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's Bow Wow. But I saw him every time and then I kept seeing Genuine and I, I was like, okay, Lord, are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> <laughs> but you want to just respect them. Like, you can fangirl all you want to, but at the same time, you ain't, you don't got to bum rush them. You don't got to be disrespectful right. of who, what they trying to do and who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So those were our thoughts about the paparazzos. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're one thing when they're in the car, she wants to go to her favorite spot mm-hmm. and get something to eat. And then they go to one of his favorite spots, which is seems like it's kind of underneath the, where planes land. Mm-hmm. So, cause he likes looking at planes for some reason, you know, he's afraid of them. <laughs> right. I know I was, and I was thinking, I was like, where was she supposed to be going? Cause you was dressed up, probably you just, just a, completely ditched appearance. It. Cause you know yeah. she really ain't got nothing going yet. Cause her album hasn't dropped, mm-hmm. so yeah. she probably just had a little club appearance. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. yeah, that's that's possible. I know I had wrote in my thing. I said she just ditched wherever she was supposed to be going. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, <laughs> you you yeah. yeah, you're flaking on your you know your, <laughs> your requirements. <fans> or whoever, <laughs> <laughs> you're not setting yourself up if you know you're supposed to be getting to this next level. But mm-hmm. you know we understand she's got a mental health crisis kind of going on in the moment. And, you know, I was thinking, man, both of their lives are in other people's hands. Mm-hmm. You know, their lives are not their own, you know, and they both are struggling kind of in that same area. And I can't remember what he asked her, but, you know, she talked about the high of being on stage and mm-hmm. how, you know, it was better than, than anything that, you know, you could ever experience. They just asked each other, what was, what is it like to be a celebrity? What is it mm-hmm. like to be a police officer? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh, I think she, she asked him, what is it like to save somebody's life? Yeah. That's what it was. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and I thought they, well, he copied her answer, but I thought it was <laughs> real. You know, I've heard a lot of celebrities say that when they get on stage and things like that, they're nervous before. But once they get out there, you know, it's like they transform and become a completely different person. Yep. It It is. I mean, although I'm not a celebrity, obviously, I've danced for some celebrities. And even okay. in a sound check, the, mu- the music sounds different from the CD. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, wait a minute, what? It's almost an out-of-body experience. Yeah. And so when you go out there to do the actual performance, even like, cause when I'm performing, I, I don't even see the, I don't see anybody. Mm-hmm. Cause if I catch somebody's eye contact, I'm going to get distracted. Like gotcha. I'm going to forget my next move and I'm going to mess up. <laughs> and so then I'm going to have to choreograph my whole routine again oh, wow. uh, while I'm on stage. And get That's off good the stage. To know. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, it is like, it is a, a high. I almost feel like you have to go there because if you you don't you kind of weighed down by your everyday life you Mm -hmm. have to become the fantasy that you are portraying Mm -hmm. gotcha that's good to know if i ever become a celebrity (laughs) well you are going to become a celebrity speak it you heard it here first guys uh so (laughs) something else that i thought was very interesting after she finds the card to the inquirer i was like man we literally just talked about cognitive distortions (laughs) and she was jumping to all kinds of conclusions yeah i mean she was on the the trampoline of life because she was like whoop 
And well, how much how much do we need to pay you? Uh-huh. Girl, sit yourself down 50 seats. Because he was like, <laughs> first of all, beep. Come I don't want that. your money. Mm-hmm. And it was ins- it's insulting. <laughs> you know, I get why she jumped to the conclusion that she did. I mean, because mm-hmm. it is a logical jump. So I will yeah. say she didn't make an irrational jump. Well, the only reason why I was I was saying that it was a I don't want to say necessarily irrational, but a, a little jump was because the card was in his car. Mm hmm. If he was, did they have cell phones? Yeah, they did have cell phones because her mom was on the cell phone. But <laughs> I was like, the card was in the car, in the cup holder. Yeah. I think she, her reaction was once he said no, that's like, because he was very like poignant in his answer to her about the card. Yeah. You know, but she continued to escalate mm-hmm. because she was assuming that he, he wanted money. But he was very clear and like, no, like, no, that's not what I'm trying to do. Like, I, I'm not down with that. Um, but then afterwards, I was like, he still is caring about her well-being because he was like, put your seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. And would not start the car up, Mm-mm. please. <laughs> I was like, this man is a rescuer. Yeah. If there, if I've ever seen one, he, he says is. it. Yeah, that savior complex. Yeah, and her over there throwing that tantrum with that seatbelt. I was like, girl, just put the seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it, when she put that seatbelt on, I was like, you must not be used to having nails on, because she grabbed it like she, like, like I'm scared <laughs> to touch it. <laughs> Maybe she got a fresh set or something. Maybe, girl. I was like, you, you ain't used to. No, it. she got on. Yeah, she got on press ons because later on in the movie, yeah, she just like, popped them joints off. And if you've had your nails done, anybody know. You'll tear your fingernails up. You won't try no to do fan. that. <laughs> that hurts so bad. I'm I like that. I don't. I don't got Just my thinking about it. Hands mm-hmm. in the fist. Now I'm scared. <laughs> Y'all know what was telling in that scene was her apology was her direction, her address. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, so you're not gonna apologize to this man? You done jumped out down and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just gonna give your address. That's where I want to go next. And she said it so calm well but she's had to be detached from her feelings from so, for mm-hmm. so long because her life has been constructed and crafted for her yeah so she has to kind of go into this you know i'm just an exist i just exist yeah. mode yeah. you know what i'm saying but yeah i did think that was interesting mm-hmm. so then they go to her house which is I'm like, wait a minute, you ain't even dropped the album yet, and you have this like immaculate, <laughs> yeah, like this mansion is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't understand. I was like, where did all that money come That's from? What they do, but this house was nice. It was bad. That kitchen was nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they start to get into it about something. I can't. Well, he was like, you gonna call your crew and tell them that you this is where you are, and she <laughs> said, so does that mean you? Are done saving me, or rescuing me, or saving I'm me? Saving. Like I wrote with saving. Oh, okay. I was like, man, she's being mad, disrespectful to this man. Like everybody is just really disrespecting him, like, and not putting any thought into what he did and how it has affected him. But you know, that's what people do when they've been in abusive situations. You know, mm. she's been in an emotionally neglectful, abusive situation. Yeah, and you are you constantly are testing people to make sure that they are gonna stay. They gonna be there for you instead of just being like, okay, let me just take this at face value and figure out if I even want the person. Well, that's also what people do to police officers too. 
which is why police officers don't think that they can come to counseling true yeah yeah they do yeah another thing that i thought was interesting in this scene was you know when he was getting ready to leave and she was telling him that she knew he wasn't gonna call Mm. and i was like you manipulative Mm -hmm. something 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 because if you knew that why did you even say all of that stuff that you said to him in the car mm-hmm. like that then you just you know antagonize this man for literally nothing and self-sabotaging then, and then you gonna backdoor that with i see you too which was true which was, was true but you pick a side ma'am right <laughs> that was my thing yeah like that's confusing for a person like so you berated me and accused me of being like a a money hungry, you know, kind of fame grab. Listen, now that was the second time you've accused me of that. Mm-hmm. And then you backdoor that with, well, I see you and I know you're not actually going to do it. Like what? If that's, that's unhealthiness to its finest. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then, uh, slob him down. He be kissing. That kiss up. was, he be kissing everybody. All the movies he in, he be kissing. Like for real. Yeah. It ain't no TV slash movie okay. kiss. You know what? Not saying that I really want these two people to kiss, but him and Taraji, because mm. you know she be kissing people. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Taraji and Michael Eli said, y'all don't make not now another movie together. Okay? Not now another. Uh huh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, so we get another little cutscene after that. And he's with his father. And his father's trying to, you know, kind of give him more advice about, even though it's not in the most healthy way, Mm. but he's trying to give him advice about, you know, Mm. what are you planning to do, son? You know, what, look at your image. Is this young lady, you know, good for where you're trying to go? Um, and yeah, it was bad. She, he was like, well, she ain't first lady material, so don't. That ain't who you need to choose. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know you, M and F in line. <laughs> I was like, how misogynistic is this movie gonna get? <laughs> yeah, some stuff doesn't age quite as well as we would like it to, but it's the reality of the time it was set in. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I I didn't. I was like, man, these two young, because who knows how old they actually are? But I was like, man, these two young people just have no control over their lives you know it's all based off the needs wants and expectations of the people around them yep and then um i don't know if she attempted to make after this she was making him her bodyguard is that what happened was that I his role i, I wasn't she quite just sure. wanted to spend time with him that's what i got from it but i understand what you yeah what well no I, I figured that but like the way for her to be able to do that was Security. making him yes. the bodyguard yeah, yeah. okay her yeah, her personal security person. It was killing me because old boy was like, so you the boy, boy scout? I'm like, seriously? I was like, where y'all get this security person from? Because I know y'all ain't been hanging out with this dude since y'all came to America. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that's, that was a weird interchange. Yeah. And I thought it was, I like this kind of set of scene here because mm-hmm. I thought it gave Kaz a real opportunity to see what her life is truly like Mm, and what may have led to, you know, 
everything you know what happened on the balcony um and it was even more telling at the photo shoot girl oh oh my goodness Ooh. that when she mm. had to take her top off and her mama i was like and she looked over to her yes. mama her mama's like do it why are you why are you, why are you hesitating mm-hmm. i was like oh my god yeah like she, the discomfort yes and embarrassment it was, it was clear that she was uncomfortable with that Mm-hmm. But like you said, this is a, a young lady that's, that does not have control over her life. Mm-hmm. And this happens a lot in that industry, the music industry or the fashion industry or whatever. People getting, not necessarily like this, but people getting taken advantage of. Like you get in a compromising situation, you are a fan of this person or you are whatever, and you, you end up getting coerced into some stuff you can't get out of. Mm-hmm. And even Cass looked uncomfortable. He was like, wait, she gave her approval? Mm-hmm. got her boobs all out yeah and because she immediately covered mm-hmm. you know as soon as that jacket came off and her arms came out of those sleeves she went straight to covering mm-hmm. and you know it's just like as a parent I understand you wanting your child to be successful but you have no visualization for what you're actually looking at yeah I feel like it would have been different if your child was like you know more free more on and didn't really care like it wouldn't if i saw uh willow smith do that i'd be like okay she wanted to do that because that just appears to be who she is that's how she comes across that ain't noni Mm -mm. right noni Mm -hmm. out here scared to death yeah oh for sure i mean you could tell it all over her face and then but everyone around you was saying it's okay Mm -hmm. so what are you gonna do you know, you're going to be the squeaky wheel or are you going to go along with it? And then everybody congratulating her because she's killing the pictures. Right. And I was thinking in my head, she's really not, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you don't see the, like, the fear. Yeah. In her eyes. <laughs> but maybe that, you know, that's just me. Yeah. Uh, So then they, they go back to her house, right? After yeah. This? Mm-hmm. Um, so then I think this is where he also kind of reveals that he's following, you know, in the footsteps of what his father wants him to do and mm-hmm. that they have like a commonality in, in that way. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a, well, I thought it was interesting. One, she didn't even like her own song. She didn't want to hear her own song. And then he said, put, put your, your mouth on what? Put your face where? <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought that was, you know, a cute little interchange. It was. But you're right, though, because she was like, let me turn this off with the quickness. Mm-hmm. But when you hear the song, I mean, it's kind of, it's a little raunchy. Yeah. But the song that Sorry, played guys. after, you know, they both knew that song. Mm-hmm. You know, totally different vibe, mm-hmm. energy, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can tell, you know, kind of when as they're talking and listening that she wants more substance. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, she wants to sing real, not that what she recorded wasn't real music. What I mean by that is she wanted to record things that soulful music, uh huh. that, yeah, yeah, that can connect with a person on a deeper level, mm-hmm. um, versus kind of the more surface stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, I, th- I think that says a lot about the woman that she was wanting to become. Mm-hmm. and the restriction she had on her to not become that woman. Like mm-hmm. her mom didn't, that's not how her mom raised her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then 
um, I cannot remember what was asked, but in this seat, I was like, you know, you got to make sure you don't ask questions <laughs> that you are not quite ready for the answer to. When he asked her what's up with her and kid. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, before y'all go into that, that segued into, um, her showing the songs that she's with the lyrics yeah. that she's already written. In oh, his that's box. right. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, Oh, okay. Come on vulnerability. Like, you know, showing part of yourself, like what you've written and things like that. Now it sounded a little weird. The, the little, the lyrics she wrote, but that's not the point of the movie is that she opened up and he was receptive to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking off them layers. Yeah. But then I agree with you, you know, that, but I think it was a, a connection to the song that they were listening mm-hmm. to in the, I guess, living room mm-hmm. that, you know, she really wants stuff that's deeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has more of a meaning and, and has layers to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when he did ask about kid culprit, kid boy, kid boy, <laughs> don't ask questions. You ain't ready to get a real answer to. If you going to get a little jelly belly, uh, you might want to think about that. Yeah, but I mean, she revealed that, yeah, they together because uh, the industry, the record label wanted them to be together. So the relationship ain't even real. Uh, now, of course, they probably, you know, they done hooked up, they done mm-hmm. did stuff or whatever, but she didn't even like this dude. No, no, not at all. I mean, that ain't her type. Right. If Kaz is her type, he ain't her type. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, them two couldn't be further from Oh, him. God, yes. <laughs> oh, total opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then they ha- after that they have a small little dinner scene, which just the one with the uh, breaking the, bread the with the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Girl, my, my flesh was crawling in this scene too. Yeah, I was like, uh, I kind of feel like they could have left this out, but I understand the point. So Kaz is being kind of instructed that he needs to get the vote or secure church. the vote of the church community. So they're going to be very strict and specific on what they want to see from him. Um, so he has to be able to perform. So they're having um, dinner somewhere. And of course, I guess, I don't know who this particular pastor was, but he asked Kaz a question about kind of like what he was planning to do and how a young person could, you know, do this. And is he comparing, based off his response, it could was he comparing himself to uh, Martin Luther King? Um, which I did like Kaz's answer I in response to what he said. That. It was yeah. very mature and sounded very good. thought mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I think people forget who Martin Luther the King was. <laughs> he was flawed too. Yeah, mm-hmm. He had a lot of stuff he was doing that was not appropriate, you know, because he is a man. That doesn't mm-hmm. take away from the fact that he did great things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of end that scene with that pastor saying something about, you know, we're going to l- look at your actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So we already know some stuff's about to pop off. You know, you got to pay attention to what people say in movies. Mm-hmm. You know, they give you little golden nuggets. And that was one. Then they cut over to a scene where Noni is in the club. I thought this was weird. This scene was so weird to me. The was only thing that there? I... I don't yeah. know. It was in some sort of club and she was dancing, dancing all over somebody. Two people. That was first. then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was right after that. I guess I just blanked out and forgot about that scene. I thought we was going right to <laughs> kid boy. Because yeah. that's, that's right after that one's right after this. <laughs> yeah. So the only thing that I wrote about the scene, the only 
thing that I can see that kind of pushed this forward was that her detachment because she did have a, a brief second in there where she sat down and she just kind of looked absent and lost and then her mm-hmm. friends kind of were like you know hey girl you know how mm-hmm. you know we get when we're going out and then she just kind of perked up and like started being you know all yeah. into whatever they were doing so that was really the only thing that I could kind of potentially grasp from just that scene perpetrate. but it, yeah. yeah but it could have I mean I think the movie would have been fine without it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was definitely a weird transition because mm-hmm. it was such a short, yeah. and especially after where it was. Unless they were trying to show us how she was, I guess, reflecting because she did have—I can't remember if it was then—but she was reflecting on her relationship with Cass. She thinking about what she doing. Yeah, that's the only thing I that's can the, come up with. But they—I feel like they could have done it a different, in a different way. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then uh, in the next scene, she's going to meet Kid um, in his trailer. Um, she sees Big Sean on the way, which mm-hmm. I was like, he looks way different. <laughs> that that was nice cut, Big Sean. Okay. Now he, he Janet Aiko, Big Cause Sean. Because I, like, <laughs> I was like, Big Sean is, Lord have mercy. He's fine to me. He is so fine. But who was in this movie? <laughs> That's the young one. That's the young I was one. like... Who is that? That's, that's not the Big Sean that I see in my eyes. That's little Big Sean. Okay. Because uh, I was like, hold on. <laughs> uh, so she kind of has a little dialogue here with him. I guess they were trying to say, like, if you're walking around on set and stuff, you'll just see random people. So she goes to kid's trailer and she proceeds to break up with him. Oh, that kiss was so disgusting. I just, but what my, I did wanna... like, he took it well. I really thought he was going to be a, a stand-up guy I, I off of too. this and, you know, stuff happened, but that's not the point. Um, what I didn't like is before that, when she was walking through his homeboys, it was just really weird, cringy yeah, for Yeah, like, reason. oh, there she go. Like, I, it was it was almost like he was he had somebody in the trailer mm-hmm. and they was trying to, like, cover it up <laughs> That's or what I thought at, when I first saw this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. But wasn't nobody in there but him. Right. No. But I was surprised. He actually took it very well. I thought mm-hmm. so too. It was very maturely gave good advice, mm-hmm. which I agree with you, Doctor Wall. I thought this, wow, okay. So I thought this mm-hmm. dude was grimy, but he's actually okay. He's a pretty cool dude. But then proceeded to confirm everything that we that we, that we were thinking <laughs> a little bit later. Yes. Um. Okay. So she breaks up with kid, and then she shows up to the precinct mm-hmm. as. They're bringing in the dude that he from the house that domestic they, violence that yeah. had some domestic violence, mm-hmm. which this further goes into Kaz's savior complex because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, he wants to save this woman and her children from being um, abused by assuming her husband mm-hmm. and the children's father. Uh, she tells him that she broke up with kid. Good he boy. said, "I didn't ask you to do that." Mm-hmm. And. I was like, dude, she's trying to like, let you know, like I'm, I'm into you I'm for you. sir. So I made sure that I was free and available with no strings attached for you. But you know, of course he was like, I just got in because I didn't want to embarrass you. And I would have been like, whatever boy, <laughs> your friend said you was getting in this car with me. Mm hmm. Uh, and I also thought, you know, he also doesn't like being in the limelight the way that, you know, right. she mm-hmm. does as well. well. I don't know if she likes being in the limelight, but the way she has to, mm-hmm. you know, you can definitely tell that he doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. 
then inserts. Yes. <laughs> if y'all could see the smile on my face. <laughs> on all our faces. <laughs> yes. Here comes a little razzle dazzle scene. <laughs> the, the mile high. Uh-huh. So in they're walking on, you can definitely tell it's a private jet. And they're playing Drunken Love through the headphones <laughs> and she proceeds to sit him down on this he has no idea that he's on a plane because he's blindfolded because he's, he's remember he's afraid he's of afraid flying. of planes he's blindfolded and she got the headphones she got drunken love playing inside the headphones uh-huh. and then proceeds to give him the business <laughs> well first they just kissing which was good enough yes they just kissing and all of a sudden, the it started moving different plane. than he used to. He was and like, he, he took the blindfold off. <laughs> and he was like, wait, wait, hold up. No, nah, uh-uh. And she's like, no, no, no. And, and talking about some, I want to be your first. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I said, ooh, they doing so much. I said, you better take charge, ma'am. <laughs> I loved it. You, but He was like, okay. I think I love you. I mean, no, no. <laughs> I know. I was no, like, was hilarious. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> But at that least he so tried cute. at least he tried to take it back right then. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, then and then she started laughing. They was both laughing. But I, I even though it was funny and sexy and a whole bunch of other stuff, I was so appreciative that she was meeting his needs yeah. because mm-hmm. he does a lot of meeting her needs so far in the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I was so happy that, you know, of course she got the money to do what she wanted to do and took him up and got to see the clouds and actually be Pret- on a plane yeah because yeah. he ain't never been on one i yeah. mean you cured his fear of flying <laughs> you think <laughs> that's one way to get there right uh so you know then that i mean essentially that scene's pretty much over after that and they you know i think it's now time for the bet awards well, they have the- a limo drive home yeah and he was mm. and talking about what did they say what was the uh i know she asked him something about so is that why you don't have a girlfriend? And he said, I yes. thought I did. I, was like, I love that. You better have I meant to ask, I, dog, I meant to ask my fiance, do you remember when you asked me to be your girl? <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot. But I'm going to ask him tonight. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. So then they have that little scene in the, in the limo. And then they get to the red carpet. Her mother was over it. Just yes. looking at the two of them, she mm-hmm. was over she was. it. She's like, you are messing up the plans. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was like, boy, if you don't leave my daughter alone. But you know what? Hmm. When Noni came around that corner in that dress with that uh, them chains uh, taped to her, I said, you better put that. You better be able to wear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish okay. your dress was just a tad bit longer, but the outfit was cute. It really it was. was. Yeah, she looked really nice. She yeah. looked nice throughout the movie. She, she did. did. Um, what I liked was she acknowledged him. Yes. Like she mm. was like, uh-uh. She put that she hand. confirmed the room. Okay, she put that hand back and was like, this no, 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 no. You're not going to be in the background. Mm-hmm. Nobody we- put this baby in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty dancing. <laughs> Yes, I liked it. I said, "Oh, look at Roxy! Come on, Roxy and the people," which is accurate for the BT Awards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really did appreciate that she acknowledged him. Um, you know, because it definitely showed the role and position she wanted him to play in her life, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Look, and the world is gonna know it." Yeah. So uh, I like that, and then I was like, 
after that, here go mama again. Trying to control. Ooh, sorry, trying guys. to control stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, Lord have mercy, this mother, Jesus. Um, but I, although I didn't like her tactics, she did have a good point. When people see him, they are going to be reminded of her because he did save her. Wasn't nobody worried about that. They're like, oh, y'all sexy. That's really what they was probably thinking. You know, people attention span is short. I thought they both made valid points. I thought they both were correct about her in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, I do think that there are there will be a, a subset of people that will be reminded of that. I think there's a subset of people that will be like, oh, shoot, girl. OK, so mm-hmm. you got your knight in shining armor. And then I do think that there's a, you know, what he was saying about, like, you can't control her life. Like, she's her own individual. You can't control her life. Like, you know, I think that they both made valid points Mm -hmm. about her. I just didn't like mom's, like, method of getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And, again, poor Noni. The stylist is trying to tell her what's going to happen with this, this trench coat. Mm-hmm. that she's wearing and she's like uh okay yeah no mm-hmm. I'm, that's not happening yeah as we will proceed to see as she starts singing her song on stage and, and the dancers let the dancers, take the the dancers like off. what is going on we like, practice this you're right. not doing the routine you're gonna throw me off right because <laughs> but, but this is what happens when you have a good partner that's supporting you it may it makes you look at everything you've been doing is this sufficient or do I need to be better? And Noni was like, I need to be better. This is not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she it was a couple of parts in her routine or uh, performance that she looked at him. Mm-hmm. And he looked at, he. it was like, he, it almost seemed like he knew she was supposed to do something different, but she didn't. He was like, hmm. that ain't, yeah. Like, what's going on? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and I felt so bad for them dancing. I was like, what? We just trying to do the choreography. WTF. <laughs> You're not letting this thing open. Mm-hmm. And then, stupid. Drama, drama, kid drama. Boy. Kid boy. Fulfilled his name. Kid, the kid part. And, and culprit. The <laughs> testosterone, the testosterone, mm-hmm. the jealousy, the whatever he was thinking, you know, got the best of him and proceeded to completely embarrass and ruin the show ruin the show embarrass her borderline almost abuse her Mm -hmm. you know he did abuse her i mean them throws on that bed was not like that wasn't a real mattress right i feel like first of all and for all of our um caucasian um interns this is this is no slight to you don't you come to the bt awards and show your white butt (laughs) (laughs) you go sit down Mm -hmm. yes yeah, it was <laughs> it was way yeah way disrespectful just for ego yeah, yeah. And stop it was the music all ego right going off talking about uh, Officer Nicole is just getting his sloppy seconds ripped grabbed his off. she was almost butt naked right mm-hmm. like I that other than obviously the jealousy and just him being a child a man child i just did not what was the purpose because she was showing too much attention to officer kaz let me stop calling him man that to kaz during the performance um, during the performance because he's filming during, during the scene um when she was dancing with a kid yeah she was looking over at and he kaz. pushed her head down see i, I couldn't tell where she well, was looking over, 
Well, before that, before they got to the bed scene of the routine Mm -hmm. and she, you know, he's filming her. So she's supposed to be playing up to the phone that he has because, of course, it's being displayed on the other screen. Mm -hmm. And she's she in love with a boo thing. And so he sees that looks over Mm -hmm. and is upset. And then that's when she goes into the next part, the bed part of Mm -hmm. the performance and pushing him down. And he's, you know, he's trying trying to to take the trench coat off. Mm -hmm. I was proud of her. She stayed in character. Mm -hmm. The whole, I didn't want to slap some partners before when I used to do partner dance, I was like, I'll fight you (laughs) right here. (laughs) But she did. She held, she was a performer, Mm -hmm. you know, she was able to continue on with the routine even though she was breaking the, you know, whatever the next step in that routine would have been, but she was able to keep going. That's a professional. Yeah. yeah. That, but that what kid did was completely unprofessional. Yeah. And, and my mm. thing is her mama was worried about cast. That's that, that's who you needed to be worried about. Cause mm-hmm. I was like at the end of the performance, before he started saying all that stuff and talking, I'm like, how are you going to take that girl head and put it in your crotch? Right. First of all, you, this BT, you, we do a lot of stuff, but you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was that okay? Talk bad yeah. about that girl. And then Kaz, oh, I said, you better have some integrity. Because he's like, let me just go get my woman. Mm-hmm. I need to protect her. Let me get her. And then I don't remember what um, kid boy said. He called her a female dog. Or yeah, something. called her a mm-hmm. female dog. Kaz was, I'm done. Knocked that fool out. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. And then his homeboy came and bum rushed. Cass. Cass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you can't fight your some- own fight. I was just you better get somebody because he's about to kill you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I better so not horrible. see Machine Gun Kelly and nothing else. <laughs> Killed it. That's how my mama feel about Danny Glover. Danny Glover. She won't watch oh nothing boy that he's in. From the Tyler Perry film that we did in the beginning. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a few people. Yeah. For a minute, I couldn't look at Michael Ely the same. I said, I couldn't look at Tank the same after it was oh. that I can't remember the name of the movie with, but the, with the girl, yes, uh, mm. Latoya with Latoya, yes, yes. oh yeah, mm-hmm. you can get these hands. Oh man, <laughs> when you act too good, sometimes that ain't good. Uh, so then, Kaz's father is like, <laughs> "You think you a thug?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, he like you know I tried to tell you, boy. Mm-hmm. And called her a crazy broad. I'm like, oh my God. I know. Pops, you don't even, what? I kept, oh, this part when me and my roommate was watching, I kept saying, all right, mister. <laughs> I, you got one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Just disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So then, but I did appreciate that Cass stood up to his father. Yes. And he was like, look, nah, you ain't, don't call her that. Don't yeah. talk about her like that. Um, And then they cut over to um Noni and her mom. And then mom calls a cliche. Oh God, girl! I was like, but I was like, but it technically was true. She did become. She was a cliche, but she was a cliche for she crossed the pond, right? And a statistic, Mm, right? You know, right? True. But then my thing was like, but why are you pointing that out? You you see what happened to her? This happened to her. Victim blaming. Yeah, like this didn't happen. Is the true definition of victim (laughs) blaming? I know where you're going with Uh that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because I was like, this happened to her. This was not something that just happened by accident. Yeah, she, she. The part that kid boy knows about. 
she handled it by the book. Now she he don't know that she was smooching on Officer Fine. She, he don't know that. But from his perspective, she ended it correctly. She treated him with much respect. Didn't do nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And you done did her like this, right? For your own ego, that was bruised. Cause you mad. Sir, and and the that. thing is, what are you mad about? Y'all didn't even have a, a real real relationship. <laughs> Y'all had a situationship. Right. That was orchestrated by the record label that y'all are both on. Right. I'm telling you, testosterone. Well, I tell you. It bo- it, I was talking he with. some estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking with my spouse about that because he, when he had gotten home when I was watching this scene and he was like, well, yeah. He was like, you don't understand what it's like to have testosterone. He was like, you might have some, but you don't have it to the levels that we do. And he was like, that stuff will really like mess your head up, make you think certain things. And mm-hmm. sometimes it'll make you do stuff that you probably wouldn't normally do because you know, it's filling us up with like rage. Yeah. You gotta go get your levels checked. Uh huh. Our men interns or people who have an abundance of testosterone, go get, your levels check. Mm-hmm. Don't be out here acting crazy. Yeah, because yeah. too much is just as bad as too, too little. little. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the two or the three. <laughs> yes. Uh, so now he's going to go, Kaz is going to go be a hero again. Mm-hmm. And he about to rescue his boo. And they going off to Mexico. <sighs> Where is he at? <laughs> I'm a very independent person. I know I'm on a segue right now, but my thing is the effort. It's not that I need you to go to this extent, but it's the effort Mm -hmm. behind it. Yeah. Don't have me going hard, but you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Cause he went hard. He said, Oh no, no, no. We getting up out of here. We is gone. I, I thought it was good that he thought enough of her to take her away from her normalcy mm-hmm. and footed the entire bill yeah okay on a police officer salary and she didn't like she didn't bring no clothes nothing yeah they didn't have nothing he did she didn't he went and got some stuff for him yeah but you remember they still had to go buy more clothes yeah, while they true. were um mm-hmm. in mexico uh, yeah <laughs> yeah in the market mm-hmm. and i thought i said this is probably the first time in her life that she's really had rest Cause, Cause she, she slept. slept. <laughs> he said she slept through lunch, dinner, and breakfast. they were getting ready to get, he was yeah. ready to eat breakfast. And I was like, she mm. has never been free, yeah, ever. And this was and one without time. responsibility to an extent that was that's causing her distress. Mm-hmm. Cause you, she didn't always have to take care of mama, regardless. Right. right. Yeah, I was like, man, that I can't imagine. You know, kind of how that feels to have always been bombarded with expectation to the what level that she was mm-hmm. like her mother was truly expecting perfection mm-hmm. and then to have a moment where i can run in the sand and you know be Play swung around and pillow fight yeah and that's why huh. we say to you all all the time you have to e- examine those expectations that you have mm-hmm. of yourself mm-hmm. this yeah. was literally her adolescence her coming into herself um and figuring out okay what do i like let me try this on let me have some vulnerability away from everybody and you know show this man my hair mm. i thought have, that, have I thought that was sex like yes. all kind of stuff yeah pop. i said but a girl kiss her curls <laughs> when girl. she came around Shoot. that corner she came around that corner so, so innocent and childlike was. it was 
it, I, I thought it was it was cute, but it was sad. I mm-hmm. was like, man, you because she was expecting him to um like to reject him. her. Yeah. yeah, like she just knew he was going to be like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> and he was like, girl, mm-hmm. he was like, he just grabbed them. He like he didn't grab her. He grabbed the hair. Mm-hmm. I said, don't you grab my hair, boy. Mm-hmm. And he said, bring it here. Yeah. Bring and all that hair in my face. <laughs> Bring all that I know that sounds worse than what it probably <laughs> is, but I'm here for it. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what the thing is, I it put me back in the mind of when I first went natural hmm. because women, are, black women, Boy. are not accepted in our natural Boy. phase. We've been having to cover it exactly the whole time we've been over here. Yep, mm-hmm. and I remember the because my fiance for a long time didn't see my. It's not that I didn't wear my hair natural. I've had my hair natural for about 17 years now, but I would wear it straight or I would have some sort of crochet in. Mm -hmm. So he had never seen it in its natural state. Mm -hmm. And the first time he saw it in its natural state, he was like, babe, I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I always want you to wear your hair natural. It's Mm -hmm. such a deeply ingrained part of black women, especially. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when I cut all my hair off, it was... (laughs) It was after a breakup. Mm. I, I was like, I just got to let it all go. The first time. I, I just big chopped again because, you know, chemo and stuff like that. But um, I was, I got met with a whole bunch of like, why you do that? You got all that long, pretty, I, that same thing when I just cut it a minute ago. People was like, why are you cutting all your hair off when you got all this hair all the way down? Your, this my hair. Mm-hmm. And it grow back. Yeah. It and, and I'm a person, I don't want no security blankets when i no longer need them Mm -hmm. and sometimes hair for black women is a security blanket i need Mm -hmm. to not be attached to anything like that right that makes sense girl Derek, stay saying you gonna wear your when you gonna wear your regular hair (laughs) (laughs) babe i want to kiss your curls too Derek. you better kiss them curls i hope he listens to this session (laughs) there's that you hear this Dr. Wall kissing curls. <laughs> well, you gonna wear your regular hair. Uh, and he didn't even want you to go natural He at first. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been Noni and he would have been like, dang. <laughs> I mean. You still cute, I, but. <laughs> I love you. Because. <laughs> I also have very long hair and uh-huh. my, I was getting relaxed when I met my spouse yep. uh, and transitioned to natural and then big chopped my hair off. <laughs> and he was like, okay. But today, oh, the thought of me having straight hair, he's like, uh, no. You better go put a wig on, take no, it off. No, later. he no, doesn't know. He cannot stand the thought of me wearing a wig. <laughs> like it, I don't know if it disgusts him or what. <laughs> He'd be like, no, why are you wearing, no, why are you going to put your hair, why are you going to get your hair braided, why are you, wear your regular hair. So for those that don't know, regular hair means he wants me to wear it down and just in its curly state, yeah. like basically split down the middle and just curly. Yeah, she almost got ringlet, y'all. Yeah. Um, and he'd be like, wear your regular hair, you don't ever want to wear your, he hates when I wear a puff. <laughs> and all he called, he naturals it, know. My pineapple. That that is the, the go-to yes yeah i'm telling you when this little piece of hair i gotta get back to puff status it's gonna be in a puff okay he'd be like wear <laughs> your regular hair and i'm like dude do you know how first of all i have for those that understand i have like a combination between 3c 
4A and maybe a couple of sprinkles of 4B in there. Them curls like to stay together. You know what you should make him they do? They love each other. Is make him sit through a wash day. Not have him do it because you won't have no hair, but make him sit through I a wash sure day. <laughs> and then he'd be mad. Oh, he's not going to be patient. He's he not going to be patient enough to do that. He's going to be like, Sh- Shonda, I got to go. What you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd be like, oh. So uh, I totally understand. Like, literally, I can understand that, that the scene. Angst. Yeah. The angst of showing somebody you know, that you've changed your appearance Mm -hmm. and you're not quite sure how that person's going to receive, um, you know, that look. And it's such a beautiful thing when it works out, Mm -hmm. which thank God for her. It did. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then they go to the market. The Mercado. Uh huh. And she give up them earrings. Girl, because he was like, no, (laughs) we We, broke. Right. When he said we broke, I was like, you better okay. use it's a we word we 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 okay sir <laughs> he like girl i don't care about your money we broke <laughs> you ain't got nothing on you and she couldn't use her card or anything anyway because then people will know mm-hmm. yeah but she was like no nah, i'll give up the ain't no telling how much them earrings cost girl. she gave up them earrings for whatever that bracelet was his it, char- no, what did she say it was his uh dang it but it had meaning to it when she gave it to uh, him, she said something about this is uh, this is earned, something like a badge of honor. honor but that's yeah. not what it, she said exactly. But along those lines, mm-hmm. a yeah. merit badge, maybe I can't, I can't yeah. remember. I just know it was something about it being earned. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was significant that she wanted to at least extend to him, like, like, look, this is this means something to me that I'm giving it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he really appreciated it. Yep. Then they go to sing a little uh, karaoke. The ditty. Well, before that, I thought it was interesting that... The picture? The pi- mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I skipped that. That's okay. Yeah, I did too. Uh, so somebody comes up to her and says, hey, can we can we get a picture? Mm-hmm. Not can you take a picture? Right. And she was like, okay. Mm-hmm. But then he went over to his boo and was like, all right, are we ready? <laughs> and she was like, oh. And she perked up then. Like, oh, you like you don't recognize me. Right, right. I'm just a regular, regular person out here in these yep. streets. And she proceeded to take the picture of the people. Yeah. But I, I that kind of went back to the, what we were saying a little bit earlier. Like, this was her one time to be able to finally relax. And mm-hmm. not be uh, familiar to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes sense why, you know, people that do have some version of fame go away. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you think about a UK artist that comes to vacation in the U.S., I mean, the likelihood of, uh, you know, unless they're super famous, you're not going to recognize them walking around on the street. Yeah. You know, and vice versa, unless they're super famous in the U.S., they're likely not going to be recognized walking on the street in a different country. Like you can't be an international celebrity like you can't be. Well, rest in peace, like Michael Jackson, because they know you everywhere. Well, that's why you create Neverland or you create uh, uh, Paisley Park when you're Prince. Like, you you have your compounds and Mm. nobody. Graceland. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense because you don't have the ability. Like, you are one of the few that has no ability to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Y'all know that would be me. (laughs) Isolation. (laughs) (laughs) Introvert time. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they go to the karaoke and 
he proceeds to oh, butcher botch oh god <laughs> it was, it can was, you stand the rain it was so bad it i was, said he really in his real life can't sing yeah he, <laughs> he can't hold no notes <laughs> butchered that song it, like people's ears were probably bleeding <laughs> they start booing <laughs> yeah i would have to yeah. so then he was like all right well whatever you come up here and sing so then she proceeds to sing blackbird and I don't know if she, if the actress was really singing or she was doing a she, uh, voiceover. She had them mannerisms down. I mm-hmm. couldn't tell really either. Yeah. I just, I don't remember, like I've seen her in other movies, but they haven't been where she's had to sing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she can actually sing. Yeah. But I thought it was a good rendition mm-hmm. and very emotional. You know, you could tell like that was, I said, and this was her transformation. Like mm-hmm. this was the, the the beginning stages of her true like metamorphosis. Yeah. You know, she had been making small changes throughout, but like now, mm-hmm. I, okay, I'm becoming you could tell a different that woman. She was actually connecting to that song. Mm-hmm. Like her, her gaze was not, it was not present to the audience that she was. It was like, my gaze is on what I have been going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even to the point of, uh, whoever you know produced the movie they put little excerpts so young noni singing mm-hmm. it that kind of i thought of as you know propelling her through the song when it mm-hmm. got too difficult to sing it but she she sung that song she sung that song um now i'm not saying it's to that death but like in the color purple when uh Shug Shug. was singing mm-hmm. 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 oh he trying to trying to tell you something tell you baby something. I get goosebumps every time in that scene. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, ooh, especially when we say, uh, daddy, even sinners have song. Ooh. Baby, I was like, oh, sugar. <laughs> yes. And he hugged her. I was like, oh, Jesus. About time. About time. Don't okay. you ever do your baby like that again? I know that, that scene get me every time. But unfortunately, y'all, somebody filmed it. Oh, oh yeah. And put it on YouTube. Mm-mm-mm. So obviously she's not going to stay incognito (laughs) incognito let me say it the correct way um very long because Mm -hmm. now everybody knows where she is yep so mama finds her shows up at the hotel with with, the with the paparazzi well they found each other at the same time really yeah that's what she said Mm -hmm. i don't even know if i believe i believe it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i'm like man like even mom in that moment still found a way to make stuff about her. Yep. And still kind of shut her pain down. Like you can't even acknowledge like why your daughter in, you know, and her boyfriend came to do this, but you so worried about, you know, how it's going to make you look and how it's going, you know, how it's going to affect the deal and da, 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 you know, like just no, no care. Yeah. No concern about her actual well being. It's just about what can you do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then she convinces her that maybe we can you you know have you sing it or you know manipulation. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. One Mom thing- is playing chess, not yeah. checkers. Yeah, definitely. One of the things that I didn't that I didn't like is that she said you look happy. So then why are you down here then? Mm-hmm. Why, why, if I look happy, why are you trying to pull me back to my unhappiness? Mm-hmm. Because you stopping my grind. You mm-hmm. stopping what I visualize. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you're interfering with the life that I cr- want from really from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're stopping that. Yeah. So like, I need so you, you to get on get the good back. foot mm-hmm. and let's get on up out of here. You need to take this happiness on back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I kind of, I felt so many different ways, just kind of how her and Kaz ended there. Yeah. yeah. Because you, I don't think he was, I think he was genuine in what he wanted for her when he brought her down there. Yeah. But you still forgot that she still is in the industry mm-hmm. and that there are still expectations for her based off contracts. And, yeah. you know, she has obligations. I think in, from, to me in that moment, he did what her mom does to her all the time. Like mm-hmm. he wanted her to do what he wanted her to do. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and even said, I'm trying to save you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, Noni had a good conversation with him and I feel like she really voiced her thoughts really well and he was right about her mom manipulating her Mm -hmm. and things like that but I feel like as far as them Mm -hmm. she was the one communicating for the first time effectively about you know let, we're still gonna make this thing work mm-hmm. i'm just going back for the music which because she still is an artist she still loves that part it's just yeah. she got to correct some things my problem ended up being is because he took it personal mm-hmm. instead of him being able to step back step back mm-hmm. he you know forgot mm-hmm. part of her part of him sorry you can't stay here either you got a whole job right you know like and, you had to call off <laughs> Yeah. Like how many days you off, sir? Mm-hmm. A week, I think. But I was like, y'all can go back and make it work. She, it's a process. She's not going to mm-hmm. become instantly like together. Like, and and the thing is, like, you don't need to be in a relationship with someone who who needs you to rescue them all the right. time. No, and that's what because that was, I think that was something I can't remember what she said, but he was like, you don't need me, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause she said, "You rescue me, I rescue you." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then he goes, you know, down the the rabbit hole of emotional breakdown, <laughs> and I was like, "Did he throw that bracelet in the ocean?" He threw did. The, he, he threw did. the marriage back. I said, mm. "Keep on here." He was having a whole mantrum. He right did. Now. I was like, "Ooh," cause let the truth be told, when we got back together, and you ain't got that bracelet. And the dog tried to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be some consequences and repercussions up in here. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, so I just did not like that, you know. But he had to have some flaws. He couldn't be perfect. True. So. That's true. Very true. So then they go to the boardroom. And again, mama is playing chess, not checkers. So they make it seem like in this scene that mama has finally stood up for her daughter and she going to put her first and you going to do what's right by her. And she did technically. No, she at did. the board. At the yeah. board. That's at what I'm saying. In, in the in board the, meeting. In the presence of people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it looked like she finally mm-hmm. stood up for her. Mm-hmm. She got over to fired. Yeah. You know, like. But that was so manipulative and all for her. Because she wanted to get him back. It was for always putting her down. There wasn't, I mean, yes, it was about her, her child. I'm glad she did have the, the facts that had terminated her because the owner of the co- company didn't even know that his little henchman had sent something. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, can't fire people. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't write these checks. Right. 
So then they go, there's a, you know, they kind of transition over to Noni's house and, Mm -hmm. you know, her and mom seemed to be on starting off having a good conversation Mm -hmm. until mom. So Noni is trying to say that she wants to have Blackbird on the album. Her rendition. Her rendition of Blackbird on the album. And mom is now mom's trying to tiptoe. Mm-hmm. and sidestep and say, well, maybe if we put it on the next one or you write a couple of songs on the next album, but we really need to get this one going. Mm. And this is when Noni realizes it was all a farce. It was all a ploy. And mama didn't mean none of that. And she proceeds to tell her mama all about herself. Yeah. And... Of course, mama can't handle it because it was the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you pushed me. You essentially did this because you are mad that the people that you wanted to impress. Your family. Your family didn't care nothing about you. Mm-hmm. So you trying to prove them wrong by using me. Mm-hmm. And you really don't care about me. You really don't love me. And then mom slaps her. Knocks the crap out of her. Uh yeah, and then Noni fires her. I was so glad when I she said, fired her mama, w- and she was so respectful. Yep, I said okay, okay, little black girl, you, <laughs> you did good because you know you can't do too much. Don't be calling her yeah, by right. her first name and stuff. Right. But yeah, you're fired. Walks off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mom was basically trying to make it like, well, I had a black, I was 17 and I had a black child and Mm -hmm. my family was going to disown me and I was everything that they said I was. Oh, okay. So you just used me. I got it. You know, I was a means to an end for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a hard thing to, even though Noni likely knew it the whole time, but to then see it after all of this, be thrown up in your face that at the end of the day, mom, all you really used me for was a come up. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you a know, hard pill to swallow. It will. You know, it shakes your reality of your sense of self and your placement in this world, you know, and you really can start to feel alone because it doesn't look like they have a relationship with a father or any family because no one he else is mentioned. Her. And they don't, I mean, they don't have a relationship with each other. It's mm-hmm. a manager, a celebrity relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said that, uh, Noni said that. She was like, I needed my mom. Mm-hmm. And you was always the manager. That mm-hmm. she sure did. Mm-hmm. So, Noni proceeds to get to know Noni. Mm-hmm. She goes back over to uh, Kaz's house. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, I don't know what she was attempting to do, like apologize or get back with him or whatnot. But he gave it a cold shoulder. The respectful cold shoulder. He did give her the respectful cold shoulder, but cold shoulder nonetheless. Mm-hmm. It still feel cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and left her standing on that sidewalk like, oh, oh, you you really leaving? Okay, because yeah. he was on his way to uh, be vetted, vetted, mm-hmm. get some money mm-hmm. uh, from the from the rich people. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I did like that she said in this scene though was that um, he saw the goodness in her, and that was enough for her enough for her until she could see it in herself mm-hmm. yeah she apologized to him for yeah. not seeing it mm-hmm. absolutely and then she goes on don lemon and was it don lemon mm-hmm. 
She yes. was with Don Lemon. I'm sorry, I was watching another movie. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts to, you know, tell the truth mm-hmm. about what really happened. Like, you know what? You you guys right. Mm-hmm. And she she don't have on her her stuff no more. This is the real Noni that's coming out. Got her curls out. Mm-hmm. Got her curls the out. Kissable ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has on much more modest clothing. Mm-hmm. And she tells the truth, like, yeah, you know, I was in a dark place, and this was the decision that I made. And you know, I hope that other people can see that and learn from you know kind of where I've been. And I appreciated that at least in that scene for Don, I'm assuming Don Lemon was playing Don Lemon. Yeah. Um, that they allowed him to like, not try to poke into that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like that. He was himself. Cause you know, Don be saying some stupid stuff sometimes and he was him. Yeah. He a little, he can be a little yeah. wild at the mouth sometimes, but I appreciated that he didn't try to mm-hmm. sensationalize that moment. Like he really was like, well, you know, we really hope that, you, you know, better. you get better and you know, that you're on a healthier track yeah. and getting what you need. Mm-hmm. But y'all know what? The beginning of that scene got under my my skin. Because it ain't you out here drinking your water, got your curls popping, <laughs> skin good, eating healthy, done lost weight, and your ex always got a way to come back oh, he did and mention say him. something. How, this know. dude talking about her accent fake. She not really from Brixton. I know. Sir. Please Let it go, go in the house and close your door and don't ever come out again. Let it go. You just need to move on. <laughs> it ain't, y'all didn't even have a relationship. Y'all had a situationship. You didn't mm-hmm. even like her like that. <laughs> right. Unless you did and you just lied about it. True. Well, then that's your fault for mm-hmm. not being open. Mm-hmm. But I was like, here we go. Can't let that girl just be happy because she really riding her own coattails. Well, you know, as the old saying goes, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. And if you saw that, you know, all of that, when you think about all the things she went through and whatever time frame this is, that it still didn't make her fall. Mm-hmm. Like it did not make her fail. Yeah. It's, people can't handle that. That is true. And they will, you know, they will build you up just to tear you down so that you can be down in the dumps with them. And it seems like that's where he wanted her to be. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you did, you know, because people can twist stuff in their head. Well, you did this to me and you went with old dude, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm going to trash talk you so that you can be, you know, so that people can see you for what I want them to see you for. Yep. But if the real version of you and people now see like, oh, hold on, this this girl is is real mm-hmm. you know all that stuff you talking is just a bunch of you know hot air yeah uh so then she goes back to brixton to have her what accent was that brixton <laughs> i was like that's a little little gaelic irish oh. out of you. okay well i mean it's over there somewhere <laughs> we'll say european <laughs> uh to do a show i don't know what type of show this is but um the hairdresser is there mm-hmm. from the beginning from the beginning and you know apparently mom called to check on noni and the hairdresser i felt a couple ways about this one i understood why she was telling her like you know what i saw was not a monster just a mother that was desperate to do anything you know for her child but mm-hmm. i'm like ma'am do you realize all the stuff that she did to her mm-hmm. like what you saw in the beginning that may have been what will happen mm-hmm. but, but who she subsequently became mm-hmm. was something, something totally different because my thing is you didn't see how she responded at the talent show you were there you sat re- right beside her 
which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting too. I did too. Well, I figured she would. You know, she didn't stay late, missed her her sneaky link. <laughs> you know, with her not boot. sneaky link <laughs> with her boo thing. So I'd been going to that uh dang thing. Too. Let me see if you can sing. <laughs> mm-hmm. as good as your mama made this emergency seem like mm-hmm. um so like while i understood where the hairdresser was coming from it almost gives me like that but that's your mama mm-hmm. you know those mm-hmm. kind of vibes you know because we hear it all the time from clients where they feel like people are pressuring them to stay in relationships mm-hmm. with family that is unhealthy mm-hmm. you know because that's your mom well that's your sister then she okay. should be better Yes. Mm-hmm. If she want to be in my life, she don't get to abuse me. True. Remember, she's the parent. Mm-hmm. I'm the child. I'm an adult child, but I'm still the child. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why, you know, like I said, I feel a couple, but a couple of different ways about it. And then I loved, <laughs> of course, we got to have our Disney ending. <laughs> that knight in shining armor, Kaz, mm-hmm. showed up. Yep. He again conquered his fear of filing, flying uh, probably by reminiscing on his <laughs> first situation with he, flying. He said it wasn't as memorable. No, he did. I, I bet it wasn't. Uh, and tells her he loves her for real this time. And I'm not taking it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said you better come over there with that cardigan um, <laughs> on. Yes. Yes. Profess your love. Uh, she said I love you too back in this scene. This part right here didn't she after she performed oh, oh it was I after say, I, don't, I don't remember saying her saying it then oh she no no shocked. she was shocked she uh-huh, was just looking she was, yeah. like <gasps> i finally got a real one uh-huh. he, <laughs> loves, he loves me um and she sings on stage her rendition of blackbird mm-hmm. of course the crowd's going wild Mm-hmm. even though the wildness didn't seem to match <laughs> the song but <laughs> it's all right you know not the point not the point <laughs> but the crowd is loving it and you know she bring her man on stage and forgot that the audience was there mm-hmm. i would too. they was all into it and then you see a little mini scene where it sounds like i'm assuming the hairdresser um is allowing mom to hear the concert Mm -hmm. and hear her sing. She seems proud. Mm -hmm. You know, this is probably the one moment that you slight redeeming quality of mom in this entire movie is that she seems proud of her, um, for kind of finally, like you're doing it your way Mm -hmm. and like, you're going to be successful, like, because you're truly being you and you know, you'll put, all the efforts in. Yep. And yep. then, you know, she tells Kaz, Noni tells Kaz she loves him. And then she's, you know, stage dives for a little bit. <laughs> Tell that man, don't go nowhere. Where is he going? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he all the way in the UK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. You know, the movie kind of ends with them, you know, gazing into each other's eyes. <laughs> yep. It was a good movie. Yeah. It was. It's a very sweet movie. You know, while even it's it's a weird one for me because while it's dealing with some heavy topics, it does it in a very light way. Yeah, it ain't too. It ain't like watching Sparkle, the original Sparkle. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very like, oh, emotion heavy. I like that it it was a a build 
into how you transition to being healthy because mm-hmm. even when she was in the interview she did say that um she had to make the decision to live and stop being a victim yeah mm-hmm. and she was getting help mm-hmm. yeah i agree with all of that mm-hmm. so was, yeah how many stars would y'all give this one or how would y'all rate it I like the movie, so I would have to say like four point five to five. Are we wait a minute? We doing five rates? Sure, five stars. Okay, so mm-hmm. I would have to say four point five to five mm-hmm. for me. I concur. Yeah, I give it a solid four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because there was a couple of things, and I'm like, hmm. but I would give it a solid. <laughs> I definitely would give it a solid four. I mean, I think it was a good movie. I think the for what they were trying to do, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And it had a pretty good soundtrack. Mm. I'm sorry, I've never heard the soundtrack, but okay. All right, well, there's another movie mental breakdown, guys. You know these are my favorites, so <laughs> we hope you enjoy. Uh, as always, you know, let us know what y'all think. Give us some feedback. Is there a movie that y'all want to see? Because we're definitely open to options for other different types of movies. You know, we tr- we've we been in the melanated genre uh, a lot. So is there something different that, you know, you think we should add into? So just let us know. Must be this volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern... Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.